Act Two of Sir Thomas More by Anthony Munday. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One, Cheapside. Enter three or four apprentices of trades with a pair of cudgels. Come, lay down the cudgels. Oh, Robin! You met as well at Bunhill to have you with us a maying this morning. Faith, Harry, the head drawer to the mitre by the great conduit called me up, and we went to breakfast in the St. Anne Lane. But come, who begins? In good faith, I am clean out of practice. When wast at Garrett's school, Harry? Not this great while. Never since I break his usher's head when he played his scholar's prize at the Star in Bread Street. I use all to George Philpott's at Dowgate. He's the best backswords man in England. Bait me an ace of that, quoth Walton. I'll not bait your pinance, sir, for by this cudgel tis true. I will cudgel that opinion out of ye. Did you break an usher's head, sir? I marry I did, sir. I am very glad on it. You shall break mine too, and ye can. Sir, I privy, what art thou? Why, I am apprentice as thou art. Seest thou now? I'll play with thee at blunt here in Cheapside. And when thou hast done, if thou beest angry, I'll fight with thee at sharp in Moorfields. I have a sword to serve my turn in a favour. Come, Jolly, to serve. Scene 2. Saint Martin Le Grand. Enter Lincoln. Two Betzes. Williamson, Sherwin, and other, armed. Doll in a shirt of mail, a headpiece, sword, and buckler. A crew attending. Come, come, we'll tickle their turnips, we'll butter their boxes. Shall strangers rule the roost? Yes, but we'll baste the roost. Come, come, a flaunt, a flaunt. Brother, give place, and hear John Lincoln speak. I, Lincoln, my leader, and Doll, my true breeder, with the rest of our crew shall ran tan terran do all they what they can shall we be bobbed braved no shall we be held under no we are free-born and do take scorn to be used so peace there i say ere captain lincoln speak keep silence till we know his mind at large then largely deliver speak bully and he that presumes to interrupt thee in thy oration this for him then gallant bloods you whose free souls do scorn to bear the enforced wrongs of aliens, add rage to resolution. Fire the houses of these audacious strangers. This is St. Martin's, and yonder dwells Bootus, a wealthy Picardy, at the Green Gate. Debardet, Peter Van Holk, Adrian Martin, with many more outlandish fugitives. Shall these enjoy more privilege than we in our own country? Let's then become their slaves, since justice keeps them not in greater awe. We be ourselves rough ministers of law. Use no more swords, no more words, but fire the houses. Brave Captain Courageous, fire me their houses. Aye, for we may as well make bonfires on May Day as at Midsummer. We'll alter the day in the calendar and set it down in flaming letters. Stay! No, that would much endanger the whole city, whereto I would not the least prejudice. No, nor I neither, so may my own house be burned for company. I tell you what, we'll drag the strangers into more fields, and there bombast them till they stink again. And that's soon done, for they smell for fear already. 
let some of us enter the strangers' houses, and if we find them there, then bring them forth. But if ye bring them forth ere ye find them, I'll ne'er allow of that. Now Mars for thy honour, Dutch or French, so it be a wench, all upon her. Exeunt some, and Sherwin. Now, lads, sure shall we labour in our safety. I hear the mayor hath gathered men in arms, and that Shreve more an hour ago rised some of the privy council in at Ludgate. Force now must make our peace, or else we fall. Twill soon be known we are the principal. And what of that? If thou beest afraid, Osbin, go home again, and hide thy head. For by the Lord, I'll have a little sport now we are at it. Let's stand upon our swords, and if they come, receive them as they were our enemies. Enter Sherwin and the rest. A purchase, a purchase. We have found, we have found. What? Nothing. Not a French Fleming, nor a Fleming French to be found, but all fled in plain English. How now? Have you found any? No, not one. They're all fled. Then fire the houses, that the mayor, being busy about the quenching of them, we may escape. Burn down their kennels. Let us straight away. Least this day prove to us an ill May day. Fire, fire, I'll be the first. If hanging come, tis welcome, that's the worst. Exeunt. Scene three. The Guildhall. Enter at one door Sir Thomas Moore and Lord Mayor. At another door Sir John Munday, hurt. What, Sir John Munday? Are you hurt? A little knock, my lord. There was even now a sort of prentices playing at cudgels. I did command them to their master's houses. But now, I fear me, they are gone to join with Lincoln, Sherwin, and their dangerous train. The captains of this insurrection have taken themselves to arms, and came but now to both the counters, where they have released sundry indebted prisoners, and from thence I hear that they are gone into St. Martin's, where they intend to offer violence to the amazed Lombards. Therefore, my lord, if we expect the safety of the city, "'Tis time that force or parley do encounter with these displeased men. Enter a messenger. How now? What news? My lord, the rebels have broke open Newgate, from whence they have delivered many prisoners, both felons and notorious murderers, that desperately cleave to their lawless train. Up with the drawbridge, gather some forces to Cornhill and Cheapside, and gentlemen, if diligence be weighed on every side, a quiet ebb will follow this rough tide. Enter Shrewsbury, Surrey, Palmer, and Chomley. Lord Mayor, His Majesty, receiving notice of this most dangerous insurrection, hath sent my Lord of Surrey and myself, Sir Thomas Palmer, and our followers, to add unto your forces our best means for pacifying of this mutiny. In God's name, then, set on with happy speed. The king laments if one true subject bleed. I hear they mean to fire the Lombards' houses. O power, what thou art in a madman's eyes! Thou makest the plodding idiot bloody-wise. My lords, I doubt not but we shall appease with a calm breath this flux of discontent, to call them to parley questionless. May fall out good. "'Tis well said, Master Moore. "'Let's to these simple men, for many sweat under this act, "'that knows not the law's debt which hangs upon their lives. "'For silly men plod on they know not how, "'like a fool's pen that, 
ending shows not any sentence writ linked but to common reason or slightest wit these follow for no harm but yet incur self-penalty with those that raise this stir a god's name on to calm our private foes with breath of gravity not dangerous blows scene four st martin's gate enter lincoln doll clown george betts williamson others and a sergeant at arms peace hear me he that will not see a red herring at a hairy groat butter at eleven pence a pound meal at nine shillings a bushel and beef at four nobles a stone this to me it will come to that pass if strangers be suffered mark him our country is a great eating country ergo they eat more in our country than they do in their own by a halfpenny loaf a day troy wait they bring in strange roots which is merely to the undoing of poor prentices for what's a sorry parsnip to a good heart trash trash they breed sore eyes and tis enough to infect the city with the palsy nay it has infected it with the palsy for these bastards of dung as you know they grow in dung have infected us and it is our infection will make the city shake which partly comes through the eating of parsnips true and pumpkins together what say ye to the mercy of the king do ye refuse it you would have us upon this would you no mary do we not we accept of the king's mercy but we will show no mercy upon the strangers you are the simplest thing that ever stood in such a question how say you now prentices prentices simple down with him prentices simple. simple prentices simple enter the lord mayor surrey shrewsbury moore hold in the king's name hold friends masters countrymen peace how peace i charge you keep the peace my masters countrymen the noble earl of shrewsbury let's hear him we'll hear the earl of surrey the earl of shrewsbury we'll hear both 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 peace i say peace are you men of wisdom or what are you what you will have them but not men of wisdom will not hear my lord of surrey no 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 shrewsbury shrewsbury whilst they are o'er the bank of their obedience thus will they bear down all things sheriff moore speaks shall we hear sheriff moore speak let's hear him a keeps a plenty shriveltry and a made my brother arthur watchin's serient safe's yeoman let's hear shreve moore shreve moore 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 shreve moore even by the rule you have among yourselves command still silence sorry sorry more more peace peace silence peace 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 silence peace you that have voice and credit with the number command them to stillness a plague on them they will not hold their peace the duel cannot rule them then what a rough and righteous charge have you to lead those that duel cannot rule good masters hear me speak ay by the mass will we more thou art a good housekeeper and i thank thy good worship for my brother arthur watchins peace peace look what you do offend you cry upon that is the peace not one of you here present had there such fellows lived when you were babes that could have topped the peace as now you would 
the peace wherein you have till now grown up had been taken from you and the bloody times could not have brought you to the state of men alas poor things what is it you have got although we grant you get the thing you seek mary the removing of the strangers which cannot choose but much advantage the poor handicrafts of the city grant them removed and grant that this your noise hath chid down all the majesty of england imagine that you see the wretched strangers their babes at their backs and their poor luggage plodding to the ports and coasts for transportation and that you sit as kings in your desires authority quite silent by your brawl and you in rough of your opinion clothed what had you got i tell you you had taught how insolence and strong hand should prevail how order should be quelled and by this pattern not one of you should live an aged man for other ruffians as their fancies wrought with self-same hand self-reasons and self-right would shark on you and men like ravenous fishes would feed on one another before god that's as true as the gospel nay this is a sound fellow i tell you let's mark him let me set up before your thoughts good friends on supposition which if you will mark you shall perceive how horrible a shape your innovation bears first tis a sin which oft the apostles did forewarn us of urging obedience to authority and twere no error if i told you all you were in arms against your god himself marry god, god forbid, forbid that nay certainly you are for to the king god hath his office lent of dread of justice power and command hath bid him rule and willed you to obey and to add ampler majesty to this he hath not only lent the king his figure his throne and sword but given him his own name calls him a god on earth what do you then rising against him that god himself installs but rise against god and what do you to your souls in doing this oh desperate as you are wash your foul minds with tears and those same hands that like rebels lift against the peace lift up for peace and your unreverent knees make them your feet to kneel to be forgiven tell me but this what rebel captain as mutinies are incident by his name can still the rout who will obey a traitor or how can well the proclamation sound when there is no addition but a rebel to qualify a rebel you'll put down strangers kill them cut their throats possess their houses and lead the majesty of law in line to slip him like a hound say now the king as he is clement if the offender mourn should so much come to short of your great trespass as but to banish you whither would you go what country by the nature of your error should give you harbour go you to france or flounders to any german province to spain or portugal 
nay anywhere that not adheres to england why you must needs be strangers would you be pleased to find a nation of such barbarous temper that breaking out in hideous violence would not afford you an abode on earth wet their detested knives against your throats spurn you like dogs and like as if that god owed not nor made not you nor that the claimants were not all appropriate to your comforts but chartered unto them what would you think to be thus used this is the stranger's case and this your mountainish inhumanity faith says true let's do as we may be done by we'll be ruled by you master moore if you'll stand our friend to procure our pardon submit you to these noble gentlemen entreat their mediation to the king give up yourself to form obey the magistrate and there's no doubt but mercy may be found if you so seek to persist in it is present death but if you yield yourselves no doubt what punishment you in simplicity have incurred his highness in mercy will most graciously pardon we yield and desire his highness's mercy they lay by their weapons no doubt his majesty will grant it you but you must yield to go to several prisons till that his highness will be further known most willingly whether you will have us lord mayor let them be sent to several prisons and there in any case be well entreated my lord of surrey please you to take horse and ride to cheapside where the aldermen are with their several companies in arms will them to go unto their several wards both for the stay of further mutiny and for the apprehending of such persons as shall contend i go my noble lord exit surrey we'll straight go tell his highness these good news withal shrieve more i'll tell him how your breath hath ransomed many a subject from sad death exit shrewsbury and cholmley lincoln and sherwin you shall both to newgate the rest unto the counters go guard them hence a little breath well spent cheats expectation in his fairest event well sheriff moore thou hast done more with thy good words than all they could with their weapons give me thy hand keep thy promise now for the king's pardon or by the lord i'll call thee a plain coney-catcher farewell shrieve moore and as we yield by thee so make our peace then thou dealst honestly ay and save us from the gallows else the devils double honestly they are led away master shrieve moore you have preserved the city from a most dangerous fierce commotion for if this limb of riot here in st martin's had joined with other branches of the city that did begin to kindle twould have bred great rage that rage much murder would have fed not steel but eloquence hath wrought this good you have redeemed us from much threatened blood my lord and brethren what i here have spoke my country's love and next the city's care enjoined to me which since it thus prevails think god hath made weak more his instrument to thwart sedition's violent intent i think twere best my lord some two hours hence we meet at the guild hall and there determine that through every ward the watch be clad in armor but especially proud that at the city's gates selected men 
substantial citizens do ward to-night for fear of further mischief it shall be so but yond methinks my lord of shrewsbury enter shrewsbury my lord his majesty sends loving thanks to you your brethren and your faithful subjects your careful citizens but master more to you a rougher yet as kind salutation a knight's creation is this knightly steel rise up sir thomas more i thank his highness for thus honouring me this is but first taste of his princely favour for it hath pleased his high majesty noting your wisdom and deserving merit to put this staff of honour in your hand for he hath chose you of his privy council my lord for to deny my sovereign's bounty were to drop precious stones into the heaps whence they first came to urge my imperfections in excuse were all as stale as custom no my lord my service is my king's good reason why since life or death hangs on our sovereign's eye his majesty hath honoured much the city in this his princely choice my lord and brethren though i depart for court my love shall rest with you as heretofore a faithful guest i now must sleep in court sound sleeps forbear the chamberlain to state is public care yet in this rising of my private blood my studious thoughts shall tend the city's good enter crofts how now crofts what news my lord his highness sends express command that a record be entered of this riot and that the chief and capital offenders be thereon straight arraigned for himself intends to sit in person on the rest to-morrow at westminster lord mayor you hear your charge come good sir thomas more to court let's hie you are the appeaser of this mutiny my lord farewell new days begets new tides life whirls about fate then to a grave it slides exeunt severally end of act two